St. Francis de Sales um, became a priest and then later a bishop at um, a pretty tumultuous time for the European Church. Um, it was just sort of in the hundred years after the, the beginning of the Reformation, so um, Protestantism in its various different forms was taking over in different parts and um, particularly in the region where Francis was, it was a real battlefield. Like there was towns were just converting over to Calvinism in particular. Um, and so he, as a missionary priest, was going into towns really trying to actually win them back to the Catholic faith, win them back to the truth of that. So um, it was like almost a war zone that, that is like winning and losing ground. Um, yeah, it was, it was really all on the line in the way that he was. And I think if there's any time when the, the putting forward of the faith should be, could be done in a, in a kind of a more fierce way, in an even kind of more militaristic, determined sort of way, it's that sort of time when, when um, there was such conflict between these different Christians and that. And you can imagine that some missionaries would have gone out with such a fierce attitude um, trying to really force the faith upon people and make people hear the truth and make people convert. But Francis stands in this period as a great beacon of gentleness, um, a great beacon of not, not only coming with the, the firmness of the truth of Christ, but bringing it with such uh, love and a tenderness that he converted people through that, not just through the wisdom and the eloquence, which he certainly had, but because of actually the way that he embodied the message of Christ. And I was listening to some talk somewhere recently, I couldn't even remember where I heard this, but someone said that if we overcome by violence, then we haven't actually won at all. Because the thing is that if we, if we come in and try and convince somebody to our um, way of thinking, or, or we try and win someone over in an argument, or we try and make somebody do something, out of violence, then we're actually um, bringing more harm to the situation than good, even if it is we're trying to bring them towards the truth or towards a good path of action. Um, and this person was talking about how this cycle of violence can happen because, you know, when we're acting out of the violence, then it's going to create that kind of defensiveness in the person and, and violence is going to come back to us. And even we see that with revolutions and movements kind of in the world that when they've even if they've been seeking after human good, seeking after the good of the people, um, if it's been done through violence, then there's just been kind of, whether the, the government's kind of enforced something with violence, then the cycles come back and the people have then revolted in violence again and then the, um, the, the cycle of violence would continue and, and a, a new wave of that forcefulness would come and overcome you. So it may seem like you've overcome with the forcefulness, but it would always be undone. Um, because of that, the, the perpetuating cycle of violence. Whereas we see um, in this example of Francis, in the beautiful way that he not only preached but lived out the gospel with his gentleness and kindness and tenderness, that he was actually able to really win hearts for Christ. And there's um, something in that that he, he yeah, wasn't only bringing the, the, the logical truth of, of what the gospel means for us, but he was showing people through his actions. He was showing people through the respect that he gave them. Um, even if he was dialoguing with 
enemies, as it were, people who were believing the opposite and who were trying to sway the people in the other direction, who were trying to beat him in the argument, that he would show them such kindness and love um, that he would win people over by that. And there was a quote that I'd seen that um, a, a Calvinist leader at the time had said that if, if there was any man worthy of being venerated as a saint since the time of the apostles, surely it was this man. Um, and and they, they would have been the ones that weren't really all about venerating saints. So they'd recognised that there was something profoundly holy in this man. There was something beautiful and true and good in the way that Francis lived. Even though they were on the opposite side of the fence and were arguing against him, they couldn't deny the love that was present in his manner and in his way of life. So even though they may not have been swayed in their arguments, in their, in their way of thinking, they were still being drawn into that mystery of love that God was wanting to put forward through Francis's ministry. So let's um, keep this in mind, particularly when we find ourselves wanting to um, defend the faith or wanting to show somebody the truth or draw them into the right way of acting, that as... as tempting as it can be to become forceful in our actions or to become forceful in our arguments or to become angry with someone or to be, get on that forceful, aggressive sort of train, we can actually be doing violence to our message and we can be doing violence to them. Um, but ultimately, it's as simple as when we're not showing them the gospel if we're not treating them with love. Whatever, whatever the words that might be coming out of our mouth may be, um, we have to also be sharing with them the gospel through our relationship with them, through the kindness, the respect, um, the listening that we offer them. So this, this may be particularly true of, of those, those ordinary everyday situations that we have, perhaps those people that we know that we want to draw closer to Christ, we want to share that goodness um, that he has for them. Let's ask Francis to share with, with us something of his beautiful tenderness, his gentleness, in which he really embodied the gospel, that we also can be not only, not only preachers of the word and sharers of the truth, but also beacons of God's love in that incarnate way. <laughs>